Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I have no idea who I am because life is chaos. It's been one of those <laughs> wow. days. I, I got nothing. I just got nothing. That's great. Yeah. Well, um, then I'll introduce you. Okay. This is my brother, James Macmillan. Some people know him as Jamesian. Uh, some people know him as Jaime. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people know him as Monster Boy number two. Mm-hmm. I don't know who number one is. Some people know him as Moose. Mm-hmm. Some people know him as Potamoose mm-hmm. or Pots. Because my dad's crazy. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. Lots of people know me by those names, Sarah. Lots of people being 70% of our fan base being women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. James is a stud. Or I just grew up with women and I'm just surrounded by women. <laughs> you my just whole relate life. to. I go on vacation with women. <laughs> <laughs> It's and ridiculous. 66% of this podcast is women, That's so true. it's about equal. So I went out last night. One of my friends and clients was in town, Ryan Lewis, and it was his birthday. So we all met up at a bar, and boy, am I not used to going out. <laughs> I feel that. The start <laughs> As I was time yawning. was 8 p.m. Oh, like, no. Oh, God. In yeah. East Portland. Cool. The meanness is, it came up. But Stefan, one of my old friends, I've known Stefan for over 20 years. He looked at me, and I was wearing the Mickey hat, the Flying <laughs> House Mickey hat, and I had a Harley Davidson t-shirt on. And he didn't even realize I had the Harley t-shirt on, and what he said was, he goes, who, who is that hat for? <laughs> like, who made that hat? And I go, it's actually a friend of ours. I'm already laughing because I know him. And he's like, it's like... You know, they just made a hat for some guy that really likes Harleys and Mickey Mouse. Who is, who is this demographic? <laughs> and then you unzip just, your sweatshirt. Yeah, I'm like, dude. He's like, I didn't even know you're wearing a Harley shirt. So funny. Like, who, who is that hat who is made that hat for? for? Like this guy. Yeah. Um, so there you go. You know, you, you got to like what you like. Um, or I've don't. had too much coffee and not enough food. Uh, that's that's me today. Yeah, man. Holy moly! Woo. I told James when I got here, I stopped by Starbucks and I got myself just a mocha. Yeah, which I never. I get black coffee. I don't do these. But fancy, during the holidays, I, I'm with you. you well, got, I was like, God, I really want to. a peppermint mocha. But here I am, as cheap as can be. I was like, I want all the caffeine. I want the flavor, but I don't really want to spend an extra 50 cents. (laughs) So I got just a regular mocha, and then I realized, so I am ashamed to admit, and we've talked about it before, I vape. You're a vapor. And my my vape is currently mint, like menthol flavor. Mm -hmm. And I realized if I hit that and then take a drink of my mocha, I have a peppermint mocha. That's the most white trash thing I've ever I know, heard. I know. That's and I great. like noticed myself doing it in the car on the way here. I was like feeling all bougie <laughs> with my Starbucks cup. And then I hit that and I was like, dude, I just made a peppermint mocha. Oh my God. I am garbage. Yeah. I'm a garbage person. <laughs> That's awesome. You're innovative. I'm just glad it oh, wasn't wow. like mango or something. Ugh. That would have been bad. Well, we have a limited amount of time, but I did want to say up front, I had a lot of fun, and Ashley, I'm sure you had a lot of fun. We had fun hanging with Deanna. She came by uh, over the weekend, did some podcasting with us, and I completely it was good to hang out with her. I completely missed all of it, so. It's all good. You know, it was good times, good times for all, and uh, we're proud of Deanna. She's moved, she moved to the big city. The big city. She, she <laughs> Seattle. Moved out of the nest. Yes, yeah. Oh, she's, she's killing it. She's the best. 
So we recorded four episodes of podcast together that day. That's amazing. I love it. Hell yeah. All right, I hear something. This just in. It's miserable and foggy at not Disneyland. 48, by the way. I couldn't read it. Now I can see that it says 48. Well, miserable is accurate. And it's 74 and sunny at Disneyland. Rolling down your sleeves. Ooh, I'm rolling wow. them down. Okay. We have a new ongoing series that we're about to start tackling. I'm dying to know what this oh, acronym is for. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, on the on the board it says JSBNP Part 1. And I've been sitting here trying to make it make sense, and she's not giving me any clues. This is something that James quoted a long time ago. It's Joe Schmo's Backyard Nonsense Park. Ooh! Okay. <laughs> so it's all of the different parks that are like the exact same thing that Disney did, but garbage. Didn't work. <laughs> I Like Enchanted Forest in, here in Oregon. It's funny this. you mention that. Really? Are we doing that one first? Might as well. Just just start with the elephant in the room. Yeah, because okay. this is going to, as Ash said, this is going to take a while. There's there's a, mul- There's a multiple lot. parts to this <laughs> also, one. Also, how have we not, as a group, gone to Enchanted I, Forest I know. Yet? I know. Can I know. we make that happen soon? And also, how have we not covered all the, you know, the bizarre, weird, wacky-do parks kind of the st- We've done a little of We that. did, like, Dolly, Dollywood. Neverland Ranch. Yeah. But there's, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Every state in the, in the union has some crazy private... Amusement park. I so I'm really excited about this. Joe Schmo Backyard Nonsense Park. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna start with an ad for Enchanted Forest. Okay. Wait. Oh man, Enchanted Forest. For those who don't know, is like maybe what an hour and a half from here. Not even. From Not Portland, yeah. hour-ish. Something. It's like Straight by down I five Silverton or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. We're bored. Well, you can clean your room. Or... Enchanted Forest. Thrilling rides, happy smiles, new worlds to explore. Adventure around each corner and fun galore. Enchanted Forest, where memories are made. This kid rocking the neon yellow shirt is me. I was (laughs) nine years old, and I can remember being so excited about this commercial because I've always loved movies and television. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me rewind. My family is in the business of bringing fairy tales to life. We own Enchanted Forest. So oh, wow. that is from, um, there was like a little documentary from a, a guy named Austin Baker. So he he found that clip because he was doing a documentary about the Enchanted Forest. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend it. Um, but so that's where we're going to start. So it's like a fairy tale themed, like, yeah, like nursery rhymes and it's stuff. It's garbage right? fantasy land, but garbage with yes. more like Mother Goose fantasy land. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's in Oregon. Yeah. It's not even, yeah, it's in the Pacific Northwest part of Oregon. Yeah. So it's very wet, very, very wet and dark. All slippery. I can, yeah, slippery. I was just going to say, all I can think of is everything is sort of slimy, slimy. from like That's all I think moss of. and yeah. whatever. Years of like, uh, leaves yes, falling on everything it. is covered in a thick layer of pine needles, pine needles and yeah. dead wet leaves yeah am i wrong i no. don't know so you've I, never been, you've never been either? i've been one time when i was in high school maybe okay uh, I, I definitely want to go it might have been 
I may have br- brought the kids there actually, like when they were really little. But either way, twenty-ish years don't ago, don't remember it. No, no. We, we how have we not gone? I don't know. It's crazy. We talked about it when Disneyland was still not open to us. Yeah, but then we just didn't. Well, let's dive in. Okay, the following information comes directly from the horse's mouth. <laughs> this is from. <laughs> this is from the creator of the parks on his website for the enchant the enchanted forest. Okay. Roger Tofty. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but there it is. Tofty. Tofty. We don't care. Toft. Maybe name. it's Toft. Born in 1930 in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Moved to Astoria, Oregon when he was five years old. Mm. In his junior year in high school, he moved to Silverton, Oregon, where he graduated from Silverton High School. Roger then spent time in the Navy during the Korean War. After the war, he married Mavis Bjork. Wow. Love it. These names. Amazing name. Um, in 1954, and had a little jewelry store for about a year in Camas, Washington. Mm. Making no money in the jewelry biz, and with the birth of his first child, Roger took a steady job with the Oregon State Highway de- Department as a draftsman and artist. Ten years later, in the 60s, Roger, now the father of four young children, realized there was very little for a family to see and do together in Salem. You don't say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're really into hiking or Walmart or <laughs> hiking to Walmart. Yeah. He formulated the idea for a theme park where he could use his creative talents. And though he had very little time or money to make his dream a reality, he persisted anyway. He purchased the original 20 acres of land off Interstate 5 for $4,000. <gasps> wow. In monthly payments of $50 and began construction in 1964. Man. I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. I mean, I knew that because I've already read this, but. I didn't either, but $4,000. That's a big property on I-5. Wow. That's insane. Damn. So he began construction in 1964, one bag of cement at a time. He repaired watches in his spare time to help finance his project and worked on building the park after work and on weekends. The Tofties are... What, let's vote. I th- let's just stick with Tofty. Tofties. Tofty. It's T-O-F-T-E. T-E. Yeah. Also, also, the fact that he repaired watches on the side while building his wackadoo amusement park, it, it just makes sense. It does. It, am I crazy to remember that there was like a whole cuckoo clock situation that's, happening that's there what I'm saying. there's got to be right Is probably there? i don't, I, I don't know. it would fit with the aesthetic I, i've only I'm seen either, like vlogs of it and stuff i'm either having a real memory or i'm completely making it up or i'm remembering it from something else but it, i think I it makes pic- sense though. i'm picturing a room with cuckoo clocks for sale hmm. huh well let's let's find out um, the Tofty's own backyard became filled with storybook figures and small buildings as Roger used every spare second at home to work on his dream. It's like your dad, kind of, with the the, the railroad. railroad. Mm-hmm. Everyone but Roger thought it was foolish to think that this idea could work. Roger's friends and coworkers used to tease him about his work on, quote, Idiot Hill. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Those are I, good friends. Wow. And so you said 60 what? Four. So, I mean, this is like right after Disneyland opened. Yeah, it's not yeah. even a decade in. So, I mean, I was going to say, he could say like, you know, to his friends that are busting his chops about this, like, hey man, if Walt Disney did it, you know, he's no different than me. We're both just people. I can do it too. Which is technically true. 
but and he technically did but walt disney's a once in a lifetime kind of genius and it was only like 10 11 years after disneyland open so there's yeah not even crazy well, that also seemed to be the bank's idea. Close to opening, Roger and Mavis needed $2,000 to put on the last touches to the park in order to open on time. But they had run out of every last dime. Finally, one bank took the chance on them and loaned them the money. Roger originally thought it would take only two years to build the storybook trail, which was the first section that he needed to complete before the park could open. Finally, after seven years, at two o'clock on Sunday, August 8th, 1971, wow. mm. Roger and his wife Mavis hung up a piece of butcher paper saying, open, on the fence. Oh, my God. And the first visitors entered the park. And then it rained and no one could see the sign anymore. <laughs> right. It melted in the rain. <laughs> Just a bleh. Admission was, what do, you, what do you think it was? I'm going to say, like, in 71. Five bucks. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'll say three fifty. One dollar for adults and fifty cents for children. <gasps> wow. Why were they so low? You know what's funny, Sarah? Do you remember what movie theaters used to cost when we were kids? Like two fifty. Yeah. 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 I I kind of remember three seventy five. Yeah. Being a a number in my head when we were Crazy. kids. So I mean, I say that because it gives you idea how much right. prices change in a, in a lifetime. Well, the um, the starting wage to work there was a dollar sixty five per hour, which is five cents above the minimum wage. I'll have you know. Well, shoot, that's a competitive wage right there. <laughs> there were seventy five people the first day and one thousand people the next Sunday. Dang! Wow, what a hit! Roger quit his job with the State Highway Department after Enchanted Forest's second season in 1973, when he was sure it would be able to support himself and his family. Mavis ran the business until diagnosed with cancer, which she then delegated the day-to-day operations of running the business to her daughters, Susan and Mary, while they were still young adults. Mavis, though not active in the business anymore, has written several books about the Enchanted Forest and is still a busy writer to this day. Through the years, Roger and his family have been adding to his dream with new additions to the park. The Toftyville... See, now I think it's Toftville. Toftyville, Western Town, Yeehaw, was built the second year, and the Haunted House opened in 1974. There's a Haunted House? It looks pretty cute, actually. The comedy theater was built for daughter Susan, who writes and directs the outrageous musical comedies based on fairy tales. That sounds fun. That sounds awkward. And now my daughter. (laughs) Susan! (laughs) Mary! She insists. (laughs) The Ice Mountain bobsled roller coaster was originally designed in 1983 as a roller coaster that floated along a 24-inch wide fiberglass track but was redesigned two years later by Ascot Design when the original design proved too difficult to get visitors through fast enough. So, so it sounds like the Matterhorn. Yeah. yeah the Ice Mountain. Yeah. Ice yeah, Mountain no bobsled. Yeah. So there is an actual... There are rides there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have a like their version of the Splash Mountain, too. But yeah, they have it, a log flume. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it... I mean, is it like a fair level? Like uh-uh. No, it's fair nicer. Level? It's all built in, like permanent structures. Really? Yeah. Wow. We should definitely go then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's fun. 
Following Ice Mountain, construction began on the old Europe village with the Jolly Roger Water Light Show in 1988. Wow. I don't know what that means. It's, no. it's just his sons with squirt guns and, and lasers. <laughs> and his name is Roger. Yeah. And he's just really happy. So. <laughs> the original plan was to create a restaurant with a stage for daughter Susan to hold musical performances. Oh, oh, get out of here, it. Susan. But as the hillside was being excavated, the hillside that the building was being dug into looked like the perfect place for waterfalls. Mm -hmm. Two years later, the dazzling water light show opened with music composed by, and lights, and water choreographed by daughter Susan. She's really got her hand in this place. Yeah. It was so successful that no live performances were ever held on the stage. Maybe it was because they didn't want Susan to perform. Probably. (laughs) I don't. I haven't seen it, and I want nothing to do with Susan. <laughs> She's rock, probably Susan. lovely, but hi, Dad. I have a new musical. We're just like to be fair. We're just imagining terrible children that we've known. Yeah, I'm. I'm picturing like a 16 year old who's like really into theater, but mm-hmm. yeah, is tone deaf. I'm and... picturing like a 43 year old. Well, there's that too. Yeah, <laughs> it, she kept getting older, didn't she? Yeah, she just kept getting older and older. <laughs> The second phase of the Old Europe Village took several years to create and opened in 1993. Roger's son, Ken, brought the world of animatronics to Enchanted Forest by designing and building all of the animatronics figures in his area. Wow. Roger's beautiful hand cement work can be seen in all of the sculpted Old English buildings. Cool. After the completion of the more artistic projects in the Old Europe Village, it was decided that another big ride was needed. Phase three of the old Europe village was delayed in favor of going up the hill to build the big timber log ride. Cool. Several years later, and over budget, the log ride was finally opened to the public in 1996. Hmm. Now, with several attractions for adults, it was time for the children again, and several kiddie rides were added. The kiddie bumper, bumper boats, the kiddie Ferris wheel. I hate when people call it kiddie. I know. I hate it. You know? Kid, kid ride. K i d d y. Um, and the frog hopper. What's that? It's on. Um, I don't know. So oh, just the, kids the hopping over each other. It's just like, sort of like the jumping jellyfish at California oh, Adventure, yeah. but it's like a, like a row of seats that you sit in, and it just goes up and down. And oh, okay, cool. It's so not something I will go on. I don't know about that, James. <laughs> Anything's possible. It's pretty funny, especially if you're sitting next to little kids and you scream like you're really scared. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, my God. <laughs> In 2002, attention was put on adult rides again by adding the crazy bumper cars, <laughs> where riders can spin in all directions and bump into other riders in their inner tube type cars. Fabulous. Now, Roger Tofty, though still the ringleader of Enchanted Forest, has successfully incorporated three of his children into the business. Obviously, Susan. Susan <laughs> Mostly Mary, Susan. Ken. Yeah. New to Enchanted Forest for the 2006 season was the Challenge of Mondor, a beautiful, slow-moving adventure ride. No. Oh. Mondor the Wizard sends riders on a quest through forests, caves, and castles to save the happy little drumlins. So it's like a dark ride? Yes. That's cute. But also kind of like Buzz Lightyear because uh, riders use infrared guns to fight the creatures of the dark and the dragons of the Black Draco under the control of the evil King Zardon. Wow. Wow. 
Listeners, if you're from this region and you've been to an Enchanted Forest, please let us know your experience, because I am very curious now. I know that my friend Kara has recently taken their daughter, and... But is it for that only? Is it just for, like, little kids? I don't know. There's adult rides, like the yeah. crazy bumper cars. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so these cars keep riders individual scores, and top scorers of the day receive a medallion. <laughs> top scorers of all time get their name engraved on a plaque at the Mondor entrance. That seems worth it. Life goals. <laughs> Getting a season pass. <laughs> Since Roger Tofty and his family do most of the work themselves, this huge artistic creation took several years of planning and construction. The ride cars and trackless system... It's very impressive. Were constructed by ETF of the Netherlands and use wire embedded under the cement floor and barcodes to tell the cars what to do, including 360 degree turns. This ride is a great combination of art and technology. New to the Enchanted Forest for the 2007 season were the indoor speedway bumper cars. How many mm, bumper cars yes. do they have? Seriously, we're talking three at least so far. Yeah. yeah. And the Tiny Tune Train, which travels around miniature villages crafted by Roger's own hands. The latest addition to the park attractions was in 2017, a carousel with not only horses, but ostriches, bunnies, and a pig. I kind of want to ride on the pig. Oh, yeah. So there's no no IP at this park. No. Which is kind of rad. Yeah. Like, I kind of love that. His own mad creation. Yeah. And, like, Mother Goose kind of stuff. Like the... Right. Humpty Dumpty. Stories that don't really belong to anyone anymore. Right. Cool. During the first half of the six-month 2020 season, by state mandate, amusement parks no. were not allowed to open in any capacity. Right. The park was allowed to open at the end of June to the equivalent of 7% capacity, with many mm-hmm. inside areas needing to be closed. Mm-hmm. The Tofty family worked hard to cut operating expenses to less than half. But even so, that closure and small capacity led Enchanted Forest further and further into debt. The Tofty family got creative and exhausted all possible sources of income, including auctioning off Roger's paintings, prints, and memorabilia, starting a GoFundMe, and starting a Buy a Brick campaign, much like Disneyland. In addition to the financial problems caused by COVID, on February 12th, 2021, Enchanted Forest suffered extensive damage from a severe ice storm. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That was right after we got back from, um, well, Disney World, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Um, several dozen very large trees fell and uncountable smaller trees. The kitty train was crushed, as were several structures. I mean, it seems like a miracle that that a little park like this could make it through COVID. Yeah. Right? Or an ice storm. Or that. Or anything, for that matter. Yeah. Cool. Or or rain. Good for them. (laughs) (laughs) Opening for the 2021 season should have been on March 19th, but because of the storm, it was delayed until early June. So there is a season. Yes. Okay. That makes more sense. Yes. Um, they thank over 8,000 people who came to the aid of Enchanted Forest during the financial challenges of 2020 and 21, mm-hmm. raising almost $500,000. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. People wow. like these devoted, like lifelong nostalgia fans just mm-hmm. committed to making it last. Um, so with three generations of the Tofty family working at Enchanted Forest, 
The tradition and creativity will be carried on for many years to come. Enchanted Forest has plans for even more future creations. Roger can still be seen almost daily working in the park. If you see a man in his late wow. 80s riding around on a moped or repairing cement, what? it's probably Roger. I love How cool. that. As Roger says, quote, There is no shortage of ideas, just time and money. We believe in attention to artistic detail. We want to offer our visitors something unique with a lot of variety. We strive to be the hidden gem that people discover as their own special place. That's incredible. Now, before you all gather up your families and buy plane tickets out here for your next vacation, mm -hmm. keep in mind that the Enchanted Forest is now closed for I, the season. I'm looking at their website right now. So it's March to what? Uh, like fall. Like when school starts, basically. There's right. kind of a soft close. I'm surprised um, they even open in March. Yeah, they open on March 17th <laughs> of this coming year. Wow. Bigger and better than ever. I'm looking at the map. It's freaking adorable. Is it really? Oh my gosh. It's pretty Look. cute. Oh, it's okay. just, it's like a little hand drawn. Animated, yeah. But it's wow. tiny, but it's so cute. Ash, you grew up here. Sorry for the beef jerky in my mouth, audience. It's turkey jerky. Pass out. You grew up here. Did you go there as a kid? I did, but here's the thing. I wouldn't want to enough. And that's the kind of thing that my mom, hi mom, would not do. Mm -hmm. Is Why? take me to some janky ass Disneyland. <laughs> but I have a lot of people that I know that like loved going there. Adult friends I know that like would, and they still go there to this day. So it is a thing. It just was never my thing. Well, I had adult friends who um, took some enhancements. We'll yeah, that. that's what they do. And then went to that park. And they said it was very wild. Yeah. Wild time. Fungal enhancements, mm -hmm. you <laughs> might say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's... Uh, I'm looking here to see. To get in, it is... For adults, 13 and up is $22. It's not bad. And then for kids, it's 19 and then kids under 2 are free. Um, and they... Also, 19 for seniors, 62 wow. and up. But then, so that's how much it costs to get into the park. Then it's on a ride per mm. ride ticket system. So rides range from like one to five tickets, depending on their... Yeah. Like A to E ticket. Excitement. <laughs> right. And each ticket is a dollar. So like the log flume is five, five tickets. So that's five bucks. Five bucks, you know. Yeah. It's still it's probably pretty good. Yeah. You know. That's awesome though. Four tickets for the haunted house, not for those easily scared. That rolls you know, me out. It's and actually funny. it's it's three to five tickets. Nothing is less than three tickets. But I was gonna say it it's funny that like you know, part part of me and I'm sure you guys want to like kind of poke fun at guys like this. <clears throat> People that I don't. I think he's rad. Think he's, he's literally rad. the same as Walt Disney. Well, I mean, you, like, you, but you could see you like put yourself in the position of being a family member. If I just did that, you guys would be like, James, you, you're all right. I don't know. Doing okay. I think it depends on it depends where on you person. were financially. If you were going to sink everything that you had and go deep into debt for it, which he did, which he did. I would probably be a little. I don't know. Concerned. I think you guys would be a little concerned. We might but, call it Idiot Hill. 
Yeah, I think we'd definitely call it Idiot Hill, but we'd yeah. all be very supportive of Idiot Hill. <laughs> right. We'd all be there painting your sculptures on Idiot Hill and helping yeah, ride I just, mopeds. Yeah, I just love it, you know? Yeah. I, I love the... It, I mean, I want to say, like, the American spirit, but it that's everywhere. Just, like, these people that dream big and want to choose a, a life of lightness and creativity and fun. They refuse to grow up. That's great. Yeah, you're right, Ash. It's it's literally Walt, but yeah. in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, and what better way to spend your life and legacy than, yeah. like, having this fun place for your kids and then your grandkids and then your great-grandkids. And it's also interesting, he didn't choose to build it in the city of Portland. Right. What is the actual city? Silver Turner. Turner. Is, oh, is it? Turner? Okay. Don't know. Don't know what that is. Yeah, it's just a little bit past Salem. So yeah, that's our first Joe Schmo's Backyard Nonsense Park. Amazing. I love this whole series Dude, already. I'm so excited. Yeah. And we'll kind of interject through, you know, the holidays are coming up. So we've got a bunch of stuff planned for that. So it's not going to be just straight yeah. this for... It'll be an things. ongoing rolling yeah. thing. Exactly. So we have to start planning our trip then. Like late March, early April, maybe. Mm-hmm. We got to do it. I kind of want to go when it's still raining here. I <laughs> yeah. want to get everyone to go, too. Mm-hmm. I think it would be so fun to just, oh, like, yeah. caravan down there. I mean, 25. everyone wants to go. <laughs> like, this is the day. Meet us at Enchanted Forest. We're going hard. Everyone we know. Just take over that freaking park. Do a Disneyland-style day. Yes. Let's have shirts made. Oh, my God. <gasps> yes. Dude. We can start the first Enchanted Forest gang. Oh, my God. Social club. What we'll if just, there already is? We'll just take our, our vests and just like put things over the top of anything Disney. Or we just go hard and rep Disneyland. Just yeah. Just start people's faces. Like kicking over like garbage cans and stuff. This is a wannabe Splash Mountain. <laughs> Tagging it. Beat it, nerds. Just start whistling Disney uh-huh. songs as yeah. we walk. <laughs> Walt did it better. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't whistle. Yeah, you sure can't, can you? Are you sucking in? <laughs> no, I'm blowing through my teeth because I can't do it any other way. You can whistle, right, Ash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. You have no idea how many people have tried to teach I've me. tried. I, Josh, every time I do it, he looks at me and he's like, You're, what are you, what are you doing? doing with your yeah. mouth? And I'm like, I... What should I be doing differently? I'll like look you in the mirror the and I'm muscle. like, what? Are, Can you make yourself burp more or less? No. Me neither. But I burp this one constantly. Can. Oh god! I can't make myself burp. I don't need to. I'm burping all the time. I, I'm not kidding. I would sell. I would give my house away to someone for free. I would make no money. I off live to here. Be able to burp you can't do just that. Just so I can be able to burp. Because you feel like you need to all the time. Yeah, because I have that crazy GI stuff. That makes I burp me myself nauseous. like a baby. I know. I like pat my chest. Yeah, I do too. I'm always and every once in a while it'll work. I pretend but... I'm drumming a lot in my chest. I'm really yeah. just burping myself, <laughs> turning forty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was really fun, Ash. Yeah. I can't wait to, you know, dive deeper into the bizarre and strange world of independently owned. The JSBNPs. Yeah, the JSBNPs of the world. Yeah, man. (laughs) There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And there's also a lot of people that, like, quite literally do things in their backyard. 
Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get Dude, there. We'll get there. I just saw a guy who built a dark ride in his backyard. Yeah. You've seen, and I know we've talked it's about great. it. The guy who did his whole basement, like Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. And like, remember, during the lockdowns, all those, like, especially parents yes. would do like Splash Mountain for their kids. Yeah, pirates. Pirates. <laughs> it's great. People are funny. It's... That's one of my favorite things about like the human spirit is the the silly and the, the refusal to grow up. Mm-hmm. It's great. We we need to celebrate that as much as we can. That's why we love Walt. That's why we love him. All right. Well, since we can't go to Enchanted Forest yet, we need to occupy our time with other nonsense. You can do it in your backyard if you want, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I would like to recommend the absolutely ludicrous movie that Josh put on with no warning the other night called Popstar Never Stop oh. Never Stopping. Oh my We've God. recommended We've... this like two or three times. Have I we think. really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh really? yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I've, we've probably seen it 10 times. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's one of our go-to so movies. Okay. Isn't well, it great? If you've already recommended it, consider this a second or third recommendation it's worth at least that it's so stupid it's amazing yes so it's andy samberg one of the best um it's this is the synopsis when it's lonely island yes the the music group yeah it's it's that but it's like guys it's the story of that but totally made up it's kind of justin timberlake or uh oh it's got everyone in it i guess kind of justin timberlake ish type guy yeah Bieber. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, more Bieber. Childhood friends Connor, Owen, and Lawrence found fame and fortune after forming the hip-hop group The Style Boys, which is totally Lonely <laughs> yes, Island. Right. Mm-hmm. The style. Uh, Owen and which Lawrence, is like Beastie Boys. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. Owen and Lawrence faded into the background when frontman Connor left the band to launch a successful solo career. Connor, for real. Connor, for real. <laughs> now, the egotistical singer decides to film a documentary about his life while he's still on top. When his second album flops, the camera is there to capture his world come crashing down. This movie has everybody in it. Cameos yes. of, I yes. mean, everyone. I'm trying to think of, like, some of the funniest people. Seal. Seal. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, who's the, the ladies' man? That um, Help me, Ashley. Ladies' man. That comedian. Tim that, Meadows? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tim Mo- Meadows is in it. Uh, I mean... Fuck me like a fuck Bin Laden. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> The music stupid. is so good. We sing the music regularly. Genuinely okay, yeah. Good, so, yeah. Andy Samberg, Akiva Schaefer, Jorma Tacone, Maya Rudolph, Sarah Silverman, Tim Meadows, Imogen Root, Imogen yep. Poots? Yep. Imogen mm-hmm. Poots. His girlfriend. Yeah. I don't even know that name. Uh, Joan Cusack, Bill Hader, Will Arnett, uh, Adam Levine. Oh, Walker Borba. Who's that? No, never mind. That's not who I meant to say. I don't know who the hell that is. Martin Sheen, Will Forte. Yeah, that's uh, right. Usher. Yep. Weird Al. Yep. Mike Birbiglia. uh, Chelsea Peretti. Carrie Underwood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Simon Cowell. Yeah, no, Eric Andre, Kevin it's, Nealon. It's amazing. It is, it is <laughs> you unbelievably think funny. think of someone who doesn't belong in a documentary about Lonely Island, they're in this movie. <laughs> Even if it's just one sentence. And of course, Justin Timberlake is in it. Snoop Dogg's in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, JT is 
in it, like that award show. Justin Bieber, Mariah Carey. Dude, that, <laughs> I mean, that so movie is funny. like on another level funny. It, I will warn you that it does have a full frontal moment. Um, so don't watch it with your, you know, preteens. That's right. Uh, it's quite the predicament I, and or I quite the conundrum. It's a, it's a great conundrum. I don't mean like in a sexual manner. No, in a, just in a funny a, way. Just a penis pl- pressed up against glass. Yes. It's not... Pressed a, down and then <laughs> up. Down and up. It's so good. I mean, wow. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's really funny. I was puzzling God. while it was on, so I wasn't watching it super closely, but it didn't matter. It's yeah. like And it's a it's it's a genuinely good story. It is I mean, it's really funny. It's very engaging. Yep. And, <laughs> and it holds up. And like the more times that you watch it, the more that you like you just sing along with it like oh, a musical. Great, well, and I thought it was a new movie and I'm just realizing it's from two thousand sixteen. Oh, okay, gotcha. So. Yeah, that's like Stephen Hawks loves that movie. We, yeah. we talk about it all the time. A spider is dropping from the ceiling right now in front of my face. Maybe it's Spider-Man. Guy. Look, he's Aww. cute. Yeah, let him go. He's a little spider bro. Little friend. Hi. Okay. Hit it, James. All right, my my, um, my thing for the week. My thing, you know what I mean? Um, For those who didn't hear, I'm sure you did because you're Disney psychos like us. Bob Iger is back mm-hmm. at the helm of the company. That's awesome breaking news. Pretty sure most Disney fans are pretty happy to hear that. Now, my recommendation is to not be a Disney bully. (laughs) There is so much of that energy going on these days, and especially since this announcement, all I see online is like, it goes from celebration of like, yay! Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, one man can't fix an entire corporation. He's also only there for two years, if you didn't know that. But it is a good, it's a it's a positive improvement. I, I'm, I'm happy just like you are. But what I don't like to see is the, the mean-spirited shit mm-hmm. towards another human being, Bob Chapik. He's not a Nazi. He's right. not the devil. Like, he's a person. And all these memes about how, imagine being him or his family. Yeah. I'm not, I don't feel bad for him. He's a multi-millionaire. He's going to be fine. Absolutely. But... He's he's kind of he's hated. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. He yeah. He maybe it wasn't the best role for him. That's fine. That's fine. I, I just it's one thing I don't like about Disney fans mm-hmm. is how I don't know. It's like on one hand we're, we're very warm and accepting, and it's all about magic and tapping into the childhood spirit, and that's why we all love it. But then on the other hand, you're you're the the jerk that's going to push them out of the way to get your popcorn bucket. And yeah, we'll flip on you. We'll, yeah, we'll <laughs> flip on you. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen a lot of that, a lot of negative energy about Disney and about like Bob Chapik. And... Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that's my recommendation is to not do that. Yeah, just celebrate. You just don't have celebrate. To you rip don't ha- apart the other guy. No, you sure don't. Good call. That's it. I also don't know enough about either of these bobs that I don't care. That's because you're a grown ass woman. It's you got just, crap to do. I, that's my. That's exactly my point. When I saw Bob Iger is taking over Good for Lord. Bob Chapik, I was like, I don't remember which Bob I'm supposed to like and which one. <laughs> I, I don't remember which is the good that's one so in good. charge now. Yeah. Or is the good one coming? I don't remember. I don't care. All right. I know is that my my people are excited. So yay! I yeah. think this is good. I know I literally had to scroll through several things to decide. You're like, oh, okay, oh, okay. I get it. No, yeah. People that I like, like Bob yeah, yeah. Iger. That's right. the one we want. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm oddly enough a huge Bob Iger fan, not just because I think he was one of the best CEOs for Disney outside of Walt Disney himself. He just entrepreneur wise and you know i've read his book probably three times now i'm listening to it again right mm -hmm. now because of all this so i'm heavily inspired by bob Iger in so many ways um so it is a big deal it is but great don't be a jerk don't be a jerk yeah. that's that's someone's baby someone's bob chapik he was a little baby at one time yeah he came out with a bald head <laughs> he looked just like screaming that about profits yeah <laughs> Okay, we did it again. We entertained the masses. The seventy percent of my lady fans. <laughs> Talking Shut to you guys. <laughs> and for those the male friends of ours. Yes. Hey. James likes you too. <laughs> <laughs> I like you even more. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you real, real soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week. <laughs>